from over the internet and into your MP3 player. This is That Gay Podcast. Thanks, Ben. Welcome to That Gay Podcast. We are taping this for the week of Friday, April 29th, 2016. Hi, Matt. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. And I hear somebody is not only supposed to have a birthday tomorrow, but is in the process of finishing up his school year and stuff. Tomorrow? It's Saturday, goofball. <laughs> Yeah, my birthday Saturday. Well, yeah, we're taping this. We're taping this for the week of Friday, April 29th. Did you not hear what I just said? <laughs> I'm not. I'm hearing things, but then I'm looking at the calendar because this isn't our usual night. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I had. I already had one final today. My brain isn't here anymore. Oh well, it, it's done. I got my B. I'm. I'm content. Woohoo! Woo! No, so congratulations on that. So well. Uh, after you're done, what what's next? After I'm done here, I start chiropractic school at um, Cleveland Chiropractic College in Overland Park, Kansas. I got accepted in February, and I start in September. D- did we mention tomorrow's your birthday? Well, I guess since we're now hopping a day, yeah, tomorrow is my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you going to be? I am turning the ripe young age of 21. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Troy. I mean, we poked fun at the fact that I'm the youngest in the group for long enough, but now I can actually buy a drink. Yay! Oh wait, does that mean you can buy us drinks? Yes. Yeah, cool. Sweetheart, sweetheart, I'm a college student. I can barely afford drinks for myself. I'm going to have to be like this dorky flirt at bars to get anything, but I don't know. I don't know how that'll go. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, though, that is our topic for the week, though, is nightlife I, slash bar culture 101. Yeah, I need all the tips. I keep getting all these, like, scary stories from people, and, and no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no? No, 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 no. Everybody I've talked to about it has basically been like, oh, you're going to be stalked all your first night out, no matter where you are, because you're fresh meat. And I'm like, I really don't like that. Could that not happen, please? I think that's a little overselling it, but Uh, I I can see where it could happen, you know? I remember my first time out. I went to, I was out with some friends. It was my 21st birthday night. Uh, We went to a bar in Scranton, Pennsylvania, because I was doing my internship there. Obviously, I was the youngest one in the bar, but I was the youngest one in the bar by like 20 years. It was kind of fun because everybody kept on buying me drinks because supposedly I looked pretty. Well, you but, are pretty. Uh, you are very pretty. <laughs> but it was it was weird. It was different. It was something that I can look back and say, God, why did I do that? But then I went up to, uh, I went up to Penn State uh, where I was going to school. I had a blast up there for like part two of my 21st birthday. All of my friends like decided to like uh, chip in some money and buy some drinks for me. I was like, oh, this is so cool. It's it depends on who you're hanging out with, I think. Right. Which I have a, I have a pretty good group of people that I'd go drinking with. I'm not the most social of my friends, so I have a very tight group that I stick with. To me, the idea of being surrounded by a bunch of drunk strangers is probably one of the most intimidating things to me because I am not. I have nothing intimidating about me. I at least think I I seem approachable, which in a bar situation may not necessarily be the best quality when you're in a, well, I say long distance. I, I don't want to say ironically, but considering where Jeff is right now um, in Dubai. Miss you, Jeff. I mean, a state away doesn't seem that much, but for a first night out, it's kind of like, uh-oh. Fingers crossed I'm not drunk enough to make a bad decision. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I, here's the thing, you know, and, and by the way, I'm going to go back. My first time was at a uh, bar called Amnesia in Memphis. How appropriate. How appropriate, yeah. I, 
And the funny part is, I don't remember any of it. I know nothing bad happened. <laughs> so you really did get amnesia at amnesia. Pretty um, much, yeah. I think with me, my first bar experience was kind of weird because I was so socially awkward at that time. And I'm still very damn socially awkward, you know? Mm-hmm. When I went in, it's just this whole, oh my god, what is this? All these people, and oh my god, they're all gay, and oh my god, they're all gorgeous, and what do I do, what do I do, what do I do, you know? Right. Looking back on it now, the one thing that I would do, I tended to do, is I tend to make it more of a big deal than it was. The bar nights more of a big deal than they were, you know? If something bad happened, I would over-dramatize it, and go, oh my god, why did that guy not talk to me? Why, why couldn't I get along with him? Why aren't I going home with him? So on and so on. So, don't think about it too much, you know? Yeah. Yeah, just don't don't put too much sock in what happens, because whatever happens that night, tomorrow morning, everybody else is going to forget about. Depends who I'm out with. <laughs> <laughs> My main concern is just, like, when I go out, and it, dare I call it social anxiety, it's when you go into a situation where I can't figure out what's going to actually happen. Like, it's all in the air. That's what makes me nervous, because, I mean, I could take pretty much anyone out to any bar and they can go home with someone, I can go home with someone, we can go home together, whatever. There are so many variables at play, and it's just, it, it stresses me out, and it probably shouldn't. It's I think that kind of falls back to your whole don't think too much thing. Right. Yeah, I mean, you just have to go in there with a mindset of whatever happens, happens, and, you know, just enjoy whatever happens, and don't expect anything to happen. You know? Yeah, I mean, if you go in with super high expectations... As much as I hate to say it, you're going to be disappointed because yeah. there's no way on earth anything's going to be able to meet those. Well, I have no expectations yet, so I mean, <laughs> I, I can only be proven wrong. I don't know. It's it's all going to be a very fast, fast learning experience, and hopefully I remember most of it. But it'll still be so <laughs> worth it. Can, does anybody know where I can get a hand of that nail polish that changes colors with date rape drugs? Um, that I don't know. I don't know, but I wish they would have had that in college. Well, they do have it in college. It's well, just when different I was time periods. <laughs> oh, I just okay, I, I was doing algebra when you were in diapers, and Troy was doing shush. <laughs> so RuPaul's Drag Race. Ooh, girl. Uh-huh. So we moved on into the mini challenge where they were really cutting deep this time. It was it was really weird. Like Naomi and Derek were going at it, and I'm like, guys, uh-huh. calm down. They're puppets because everybody loves puppets. Yeah, that was, <laughs> they were a little me there. It, the claws came out, and I was just they were serving it, and the other three were just sitting there like, okay, it's not aimed at us. <laughs> And even when the puppets were down, they continued and continued and dragged it on. And I'm like, guys, cool your fake tits and just get ready for the challenge. Don't get at each other's throats yet. Oh, but that was fun! It it was a lot of fun to watch, but it's like, girls, you got too much going on right now. It's really be this worried. I, you know, though, I loved when Bob made fun of Kimchi's lisp and just, like, sprayed the bottle of water all over the place. Yeah, that was good. That was good. But Chi-Chi's was definitely the best when she brought out... Joke, 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 joke. Purse first, purse first, purse first. (laughs) Welcome to the club first, first. (laughs) So our main challenge this week is the ball challenge, because every season loves to have a ball. And so this time it was the book ball, where they had to essentially tell the story of their life. 
starting with their baby girl drag realness. So it's like they got these giant fake shoes and like these obnoxious proportioned clothes to simulate being a baby again and like baby's first day in drag. And then the second look was Mama Realness. Mama Mama Realness, yeah. And I and they had some pretty cool looks with that. And then the third and final look was autobiographical eleganza extravaganza. And <laughs> again, they they were rocking some sickening looks. Overall, I thought it was a really cool ball. It was designed to tell a story. It wasn't just like a oh match these three categories. It's a match these three categories, but give us you. So Naomi and Derek just kept going at it the entire time, my god. (laughs) And yeah, it was. Kimchi just sitting there eating popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody was just like, I'm glad it's not me, glad it's not me. And at least by the end of it, Naomi was like, okay, Mama wouldn't approve of this. I'm gonna at least try and be better as they're doing their makeup prepping for this, which Derek... Oh, girl. Uh, her drag. It, she's done real woman too long. The drag vows. Yeah. They were funny. It hurt. It hurt so much. And then when, like, the one eyebrow was, like, two inches taller than the other one. It hurt. Oh. So we move on to the main stage where the girls perform an opening number. You're going to have to jog my memory. I mean, I remember was, the number. Uh, to the uh, Strangers with Candy. I, I definitely didn't know that reference, so right. I was just kind of like... Now, wait know, a minute, that wasn't that long ago. I don't that know was, the reference. Well, no, he would have only been about ten. So. And so I just watched basically five weird drag queens lurk about a stage for a minute. Yeah, and it was weird. Like, I mean, I know the reference... And I understand it. I never really liked Strangers with Candy, though. See, I didn't either, I, so... So for me, it was kind of like, eh. eh. It was well choreographed, and I thought it was cute. Yeah. Um. Then we got into the runway looks. I'm just going to flat out say it now. Kim Cheese blew me away. Like, she was kind of reaching for that story, but... After you saw all the looks come together, I feel like it really developed into who she is. Because, like, the baby look, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cute. She's a little plant. And Mm -hmm. then the mom look was stunning. Like, in my mind, I'm like, it says everything from the way she carried it to the voiceover. It said exactly what it was. And then her eleganza was on point. I watched the fashion photo review and Raven and Raja were not having it, but I thought it was brilliant. I like the comment that Brian Moylan uh, made on Vulture. He said that Kimchi's look kind of reminded him of the the, uh, Nickelodeon Sprout TV uh, channel logo. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Miss Derek Barry. Oh, oh my gosh. So can we talk about her aerial look? That was messed up. That was, and I love the comment that Raja and Raven made. They said, this is like taking one of these, like, teen prostitutes. Yes. She went into, like, the nightgown look for her mom. The one that she would have been conceived in. Ah! I don't want to think about that. La 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 la. And then her... we go back to like her Wonder Woman stick stuff on a leotard look. Which, didn't they just read her for that? Yeah. Uh, I think like, so, literally yeah. Literally two episodes ago. It looked like she stuck like pages of a comic book together. 
But no, 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 no. Guys, she stayed up all night working on that. I'm sure she did. Because everything makes sense. She's got black and whites together. She's got symmetry. She's got boning to make it look like a corset, blah, 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 whatever else she said in Untucked. Oh. I, no, I wasn't buying it. She no. deserved to lip sync this time. I just, I wish that she would have gotten to embrace more of what drag can be. Instead of spending the entire season saying, well, that's not my drag. That's not how I paint. That's not how I decorate. It's like, come on, expand your horizons. Learn right. the variety of your field because there's so much to see. So I hope that she takes some of what she did on the show. She takes up some tips and just goes and has fun. Go, go be Brittany. Go be whoever you want to be. Just go rock your, go rock it, Derek. It's been a pleasure. Sashay away, girl. Bye, girl. Bye. Bye, girl. Bye. All right. Last up this week, weekly obsessions. I'm going to start this week because there was some great news that came out um, today or yesterday. Depending. <laughs> Damn it! See now you got me confused, Chris. <laughs> Yeah, um, Match Game is coming back this summer. You guys love Snatch Game on RuPaul. This is how it all started, yeah. you know. Um, I've watched Match Game before. I love Match Game. I love the original. Um, Alec Baldwin's the host. That's going to be good. That's going to be good. And, it, and I, I don't know if they're pairing it up with uh, the revival of the $100,000 Pyramid, but if they are... They are. They oh, are. that's going to be so much fun. It's going to be a block of game shows. It's going to be paired up with Celebrity Family Feud mm-hmm. and uh, the $100,000 Pyramid with Michael Strahan. And um, you've got Match Game. I mean, that's perfect. So and then, so ABC's calling it Sunday Fun and Games. I'm looking forward to that. That starts June 26th. So, uh, But yeah, that's, so that's what I'm excited about this week. Uh, Matt, what are you excited about this week? Well, I saw that break, and I was obviously totally excited. My obsession, 25 years ago, Amy Grant released her hit Baby Baby on the World. That seems like such a long time ago. (laughs) Anyway, uh, to celebrate the 25th anniversary, uh, she's teamed up with Tori Kelly, and they have uh, re-released the song, and they've updated it. a good like hot ac adult contemporary hit this summer but by the time you are listening to this episode it will be on itunes so and i'm hoping it's on spotify and all those other services too so for real though napster (laughs) uh, (laughs) limewire what else did we have back then bear share bear share i don't remember bear share that sounds like a boyfriend sharing website. <laughs> and that's I'll give our topic you my for bear if you give me yours. And that's our topic for next week. So no. Fair share. <laughs> uh, alrighty, Chris, what are you obsessed with this week? Okay, so I've always been a little bit hesitant of Netflix original series. I don't know why, but I'm just kind of like, Netflix, you're not supposed to give us original series. You're supposed to give us stuff we already know. But I found this kind of dorky, over-the-top, it's got a lot of blood in it, but it's an anime. So it's like this really over-the-top cartoon. It's called The Seven Deadly Sins, and it's like fairy tale-esque kind of fantasy stuff. And it's just over-the-top. It, I think it's fantastic. So yeah, I appreciate it. I, I highly recommend it to anybody who even has a slight inkling of watching a cartoon again. I enjoyed it. Well, boys, I think that's going to do it for this week's show. Um, we're going to do this again next week, right? If I survive my 21st, absolutely. Oh. (laughs) All right, we'll do it then. Until then, take care.
Bye. This is Ben Patrick Johnson for That Gay Podcast, a presentation of Attuned Productions.